I've definitely, I would say I got lesser quality men when I was mostly insecure in myself. But the more confident I became, yeah. the more I just was like so self-assuring myself. It was like, <laughs> I yeah. got so many different people. Like I'm very, I'm very beautiful. I think I'm a very beautiful person. I think that I am, I have a beautiful body. I think I am very curvy. Um, and I think I'm very versatile, but to be more than that, outside of what I look physically, I mm. provide a lot of value. What's good, everybody? It is your favorite MC slash favorite RT, Iron Ebb, a.k.a. Flo Rogan, a.k.a. Dr. David Dick Butter, a.k.a. Scarlet Bro Handsome, and I'm here with a super special guest, first time on camera, first time on the podcast. She got the big smile, so you know she got the big energy. I'm here with lovely Miss Eleanor. Welcome to the Black and Red Cave. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited, and I feel really honored to be a part of your journey. Oh, that's dope. I appreciate that. And I want to extend a level of thanks and gratitude to you for allowing me to be your mating voyage into this space in this little little community that i've created here thank you so much thank no you. doubt so i met miss eleanor at a spotify event we were out of a bunch of people that I tried to get into it we were one of the first we were i think the i won't say the first one but one of the first groups that they have ever invited to that and um dope energy as you can tell dope energy coming from her side note pardon people i'm looking mad shiny in this camera because it is hot as hell in here and i can't turn the fan on because it sounds crazy in the audio. But um, I met her there and her energy was really dope. And I was like, yo, I want to link up, do some episodes with you. And she was persistent as I was. And it, it was it was no like pulling teeth and it was easy. And what made you want to come on the show with me? That's what my question is. No, to be honest, I just felt like I met you. And it was a really cool experience, even though I took your chair. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, took I your like chair. <laughs> and um, I felt like that day you were just really honest and very like, I want to do an episode with you. And I felt so mm -hmm. like honored. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, B. I felt so honored. And I said, like, OK, for sure. And um, I felt that like what really touched me is that you told me you talk about a really hard topic amongst men. Um, sure. in the sexual community and I was like wow that's like pretty it made me think about a meme when you told me and this woman mm. just apologized <laughs> to um she was doing some squats and she apologized and she was like to all the men I may have made fun of and yeah. it made me think about that meme and I was like oh wow like this is, <laughs> is it the one I, like... I like mm -hmm. it shows a woman how hard it is for us when we have to do all the coordination and the pumping and all that yeah it's a lot it's it's, it's a workout yeah. It's so, so I definitely was like, wow. And I was like, that's very like I guess you could say intimate in a sense, like very yeah. like vulnerable. Right. And I felt like that was cool to like talk about that because yeah. it's things that it's funny, but it's like things you never sometimes you don't want to talk about like you like yo bro. Right. And it's like it's also a thing where people if I don't tell you about it, how are you going to know as my companion gender you know whatever you do is what you do but for me i'm 
heterosexual. So if I want my woman to understand certain things about men, then I got to tell her. And some guys are not comfortable having these conversations. Like, I don't mind saying my penis is not going to get hard all the time. It's, it happens. <laughs> it's, it's unfortunately, sometimes at the wrong time. But a lot of men are kind of afraid to speak about that. And this happened to Idris Elba. It's happened to me. It's probably happened to Superman. And it's going to happen again. I've been on a nice little streak, but it's probably going to happen again. So it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, but, like, be like, mm-hmm. like, um, I'm and the wrong time, yo. Mm-hmm. I get it, I get it. Oh, I mean, yeah, I get it though. Um, and I, I feel like sometimes life really just be life in, and you'll just be like stumbling around. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to know that you have someone who's with you, like someone who understands. Oh, yeah, I mean, it came with communication. Like, I've told this story a lot of times. With that particular one, the girl that I was dating at the time was very understanding, which was super important, you know, and then whatever happened after that, followed up, I always have that open communication and dialogue. With, I mean, not just about that, anything can happen. Like, sometimes I'm I'm tired, you know, sometimes I'm scared, you know, I'm claustrophobic as, as hell. Like, I don't like elevators. I'll get in them, but definitely not something I enjoy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't mind speaking about that because I'm human like you are. Mm-hmm. It's really it sounds like you offer yourself a lot of grace and that's like really important because I think sometimes as we get older when you are shaping into who you're becoming the person you're becoming yeah. oftentimes there could be times where like you're so influenced by your environment that mm-hmm. you have a certain expectation of who you're going to become um, and you just look at yourself in this way and so it sounds like you offer yourself some grace and you're a human being and not a human doing. Ooh, that's a bar. See, this is why I invited her on here. I don't know if you made that up or if you heard that, but whatever it is, you brought it here. And that was dope. I like that. Human being, not a human doing. Uh, so I'm not a robot. I like that. And it's true. I mean, it took some time to get here. You know, obviously I didn't wake up and be like, hey, it is what it is. You know, I'm conditioned. I grew up in Bronx, New York, black, you know, household and certain expectations of us, whether fair or unfair. And, um, you know, sometimes we have to stand up to that and it's tough at times. So at this point, I don't care, but I am who I am. <laughs> like at this point I've learned I'm progressing, but I am what I am. Just like you are what you are. Or, you know, you're, you're basic, like you're going to expand and grow, but like your core is still your core. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have your character. You, people mm-hmm. will always have a, a reputation of you. So that's your reputation with that person. But at mm-hmm. the bottom line is your character like the same throughout each reputation. Big fact. So with that said, speaking of being honest and speaking of talking about things that may not be the most popular or the most acceptable or a little bit like, whoa, really? You pitched the topic show to me. I'm going to let you pitch it to my audience and then <laughs> we'll go from there. Um. Okay, y'all. So... My name is Eleanor, and when Eric had told me what type of, like, the topics he talked about on this podcast, I was like, yo, (laughs) I have a story for him, and I thought about it in my head, and so I said, let's talk about um, dating as a virgin, and I wanted to talk to y'all about this and for y'all to hear this conversation just because i'm a virgin and so i was like this will be really interesting because dating has been so interesting for me yeah i mean it's this first of all let me ask how old are you <laughs> i knew this question was gonna come i up. mean it, 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 it's important you can give me a range you don't have to give me the exact number 
Okay, I now don't am... tell me between twenty and sixty. That doesn't help. But like, give me, give me like a decent. Nah, I'm gonna give you a, a like a logical range. I am between twenty eight and thirty three. That is way more interesting if you would have than if you would have said I'm twenty two. So that is <laughs> um, wow. Okay, so that's um an interesting thing, and I think it's kind of cool actually if this is what you chosen to do. But why? Okay, there's everyone always asks me that. And I want to say this is not because of religion. It's not because like I'm Christian. It's not mm -hmm. because of any of those things. Um, I would say when I was growing up, I was I've always been like a plus size woman. And sure. at the time I was a plus size girl. Mm -hmm. And when I was growing up, I was heard, I was told a lot of different things about myself. And my first introduction to sex was with a best friend and she got pregnant and I was oh. 11 or 12 and she was pregnant. Yeah. She was the same so, age? Mm -hmm. She's around the same age? She was 12, 13. Wow. Mm -hmm. wow. Yeah. And that was my first, my first introduction. And I was so scared. And I told my mom and she got really mad at me. And, um, she, she got told, mad at you for her, your friend being pregnant. Yeah. If she, okay. I think for her, it was, I believe my mom really was trying to protect me from stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And to see that I was around something, maybe she was worried I'll be in the streets or whatever. I right. don't know what she was worried about. I wasn't an adult at the time. I just understood that I was a child. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, that is really early. Um, Actually, the girl I lost my virginity to was, it sounds so nasty and weird saying this now, but I was a child as well. She was 13 and I was already like her sixth already. You know what I'm saying? And um, nowadays that number's not even that high, but back in the nineties, that was a kind of a higher number. Um, that must've scared the hell out of you. It did. And I didn't understand, like, I was watching video games and playing outside. Mm -hmm. And um, I just thought she was my friend. And my mom was like, she just said all these things to me. And I was like, no, that's my friend. So I yeah. ended up, we just had this like really long conversation and then I never wanted to be like my, for me, I never want to be caught up in a situation that I had loved somebody enough to give a piece of myself without them actually deserving it. Cause not only was that like my first introduction, but then through time, seeing other people's experiences, hearing the heartbreaks, I never yeah. wanted to be like that. I wanted to really love me and just explore who I was. So you don't think that would have been possible while also getting some penis or vagina, whatever you want. I'm not asking you whatever <laughs> your, your focus is, but I mean, you can't get pregnant with another vagina, but you get what I'm trying to say. So it's like, you don't think you could have juggled both? No, I don't think so. Because yeah. it was like, I just think, like some people think sex is like, you know, this is casual and some people consider yeah. sex sacred. And I just was always one of those people that I felt like sex was so sacred. I think the older I get, the less it's romantic, where it's mm -hmm. not like a Disney princess idea. Yeah. The older I get, the more it's like, um, who exactly do I want to share my energy with? And who exactly do I want to like make a commitment to? Because it's it's like I want I want to be in a relationship and it's about creating generational wealth like logic sure. things sure and then it's also about i want to be able to grow with someone and also encourage you to grow so we're continuously 
like growing together. So it's it's like a contract. Um, it's a friendship. It's mm -hmm. having fun. It's all these things. And every day is going to shift and grow. But I never wanted to just have casual sex. It wasn't for me. And I feel like my energy, um, like this being a virgin has allocated to me not allowing anyone to play try me and for okay. them to like imprint trauma on me because maybe they were in love with someone else maybe they were hurt so did i experience trauma for sure absolutely mm -hmm. that and, be my next question yeah yeah <laughs> for sure i definitely experienced trauma mm -hmm. it's just it's just different like it's one thing i was bullied growing up a lot like i was a lot very very bullied but right. to share like an intimate relationship with someone outside of like maybe your parents, your yeah. siblings, your cousin, and to like share a piece of yourself mm -hmm. and maybe for someone not to, you could be the right package at the wrong door. That's true. But it's an interesting thing though, because it's also, I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm just processing it from my side. It's like, um, yeah. which is awesome. The fact that, you know, we'll get into it more, but the fact that you've been able to have that kind of restraint and discipline but it also kind of seems like it's, now tell me if I'm wrong, kind of sounds fear-based more than... Absolutely. Anything, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. I definitely think, I'm definitely, like, I could say that it first started off, like, being super romantic. Mm -hmm. And then it started off as being, like, okay, like, let's not commit to relationships. It was very, like, I don't want to end up like this. Yeah. So if I create a wall... I'll right. be really safe within this wall. And I will say, and that's why I say it's like, it's grown. Sometimes it's not so much of the fear anymore. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just allocating myself, like, you know, just being in the present moment. And even yeah. in this present moment, as much of like, as much as men I've met, as much as men I talked to, there still hasn't been a person that I felt like less rock and roll. <laughs> I hear you. So, but it's interesting because it's like you've also like obviously I've I've had, um, I'm not a virgin, right? Um, <laughs> I just told you I was I was 16 when I lost my right. Um, as far as I know, honestly, full full disclosure, I actually think I was like seven by my neighbor mm -hmm. babysitter. That's a different uh, topic, but um, um, I've been able to have nice connections with women that I was kind of having just casual sex with. Like there was uh one girl after I had a seven year relationship, right? And the girl that I dated, well, I was, I was on a run. I was running the streets heavy at that point. But like, there was one girl that I was really, really kind of dating. Like, I guess we were dating. She was basically my girlfriend, but wasn't my girlfriend. And we had built up such a great connection to this day. This was like five, six years ago, probably more than that, actually. Anything she needs from me, she got it, you know? So we were able to have that. She's married now, got her, you know, two children and everything like that. But I was able to build, in my mind, like a lifelong friendship with her, even though we were having, started off as casual sex and then it grew into like we had feelings for each other. But I was trying to get my ex back. So it was no progression in our relationship. But I have great memories with her. You know, you don't miss those, you know, you don't wonder what that would be like at all. That maybe you've missed some opportunities to do that? I've just been enjoying being single. Like, I really enjoy mm -hmm. being by myself. And it's not to say, like, it's been so relieving. <laughs> yeah. Let me like, be sorry. I, Before I get in trouble, I'm sorry. I said it's not bad. I'm, I 
because my girl watches this. I'm happy in my relationship. I'm just saying it's nice when you're single at times. It's, it's a decent life sometimes. Sorry, I had to, I had to put that out there because I get a whooping. <laughs> no, I feel that. Definitely. I definitely respect that. Um, it is very fun to be like super single and it's very mm -hmm. fun to date. It's very fun to get to know people, but it's right. also very fun to focus on myself and get to know who I am. And right. I think that like, just growing up, I've been so bullied that I didn't like I wasn't recognizing like the greatness within me. And so every sure. time I would like meet somebody, I would date them, I'll talk to them for a few. It always changed me and it always made me become like a better person because sometimes in the very beginning when I was a teen, I would be like super sad and like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then like as I got older, it just was like, OK, what did I learn from this? And what how can i become like a better person so i haven't closed off myself to dating and talking to people and right. all that stuff i just never been in like a serious commitment with someone to experience that and i think that again like when you're younger you have an idea a perspective of what a relationship like what type of relationship you want yeah and as you get right. older you change like you start wanting things that aren't like super like girly or romantic you mm -hmm. want something more stable uh and you have plans for your life so i have the opportunity to just like consistently grow and really stay right. focused in who i was so I, it's not ideal because society kind of like sets you up that way but at the same mm -hmm. time i feel like i'm okay because i've experienced a lot like i've definitely I've definitely like made out with a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I definitely true. did, you know, like so random yeah. stuff. I think I'm a really great kisser. But you know what? When you start that, how do you stop? Because, I mean, it's, my chemical reaction is going to elevate certain things if the kissing is good, and I'm going to want to go to the next step. You know, what I'm saying generally, I'm not that much of a kisser. I'm a good kisser, but I'm not like a. I don't really kiss. I've done it, but I don't kiss like. Not saying you are random people, but. um I don't know. That seems to be like a, for me, that'd be like a tease. Like, damn it. Like, what's the next move? Have you ever been close? Yeah. Like how close? Like the dude is right there about to park the car in the garage and you're like, no, 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 no. Chill. Like that close. shot my shot if you know what i mean like really quickly so i was able to with a little more clarity kind of play the nice guy which is kind of fucked him be like oh what's wrong it's okay and like stop little did she know i had already finished <laughs> you know what i'm saying so that kind of was already over for me but for you like how did he take that <clears throat> excuse me how did he take see i'm breaking up inside it's just making me upset how did, <laughs> how, did how did how did he take that well he definitely wasn't happy and i bet he wasn't you know Nah, he wasn't happy. So I definitely like it. His reaction to it was not the best reaction. Yeah. And I just was like. <laughs> I'm sure that didn't help your confidence when it comes to opening up, no pun intended, opening up to somebody in that way if his reaction was also kind of negative too. Yeah, it's never, it's definitely like 
there's sometimes where I just tell people I'm celibate. There are sometimes I'll just tell people like I've just been as honest as I am with you. Mm-hmm. And I think it really just depends on the situation and the energy of how what yeah. someone is to me. Because there's no matter what, you always get like some type of red flag or not red flag to understand like what exactly is a person's intention towards you right. just by listening, you know, yeah, you like attention. Right. Because at the end of the day, like I have to be able to utilize my discernment in order to understand what exactly is your position in my life. Sure. But so the fear that I would have with that is being a little bit too like aware of the red flags to where it doesn't get me anywhere. Like I'm so afraid of what can happen. It doesn't get me to something like a more intimate relationship. You know, for me, sex is important. I actually did a poll on my Instagram, and thank you to everybody that that participated. I did two posts, and a poll was on would you date a virgin? And I was surprised that more, I mean, it was still like mostly no, but I was kind of surprised at the amount of people that said yes, but some of them also kind of intimated that they needed something, hand job, blow job, something, or am I, do I know I'm going to get it? And um, they always seem to be, for the most part, the end game was to kind of get in the pants. Um, how do you navigate that now in 2023 when sex is easier to get than a bottle of water? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, it is. It's crazy. I don't know. I just be really chilling. Like, if you yeah. want to get to know me, it's cool. If you don't, then that's equally cool, too, because it's like if you no one every someone who wants to have sex will won't waste energy on you they're not gonna waste energy on you that's true they're gonna like i don't have to ask them to leave. they'll just leave on their own um you know what i'm gonna buck a little on that again i can only speak for me and some of my friends the girls that made it a little more challenging for me were the ones that i really you know it was almost like a challenge at like i said a challenge at that point so the women that were kind of little slow playing like I even lost my mind one time this one girl I went out with she didn't even kiss me the first date and I said yo wife in it you know like it just kind of you know what I'm saying but it didn't work out in my favor I was I was I was wilding you know I was definitely looking for rings by the second date and shit like that and I think she kind of not literally but she read that energy um that's got to be very difficult because I'm sure your friends are having sex yeah I'm sure <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I just don't, I don't know. I never really focus on that either, too. Like, I could really sit here and be like, there is some, I've been so obsessed, like, with having a relationship. And because I didn't have the relationship, ideally, yeah. to what I wanted, I never just stayed. Did I play with a lot of men? Yes. Did I go on a lot of dates? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of fun. But sometimes, like, I will say, due to my awkwardness and inexperience, some people have stayed and some people have left right away. Sure. And... There wasn't enough, there have been far and few people enough that was present for a little bit of time to give me an idea or expectation to understand what exactly was going to happen. So, and then I also would say like the way men came to me Mm -hmm. also changed with how I started to see myself. Because when I was younger, I wasn't, I would say between the age gap of 22 to 26 i started finding mm-hmm. myself sexually i lost 100 pounds i i just started carrying myself Rich. so differently i was like that bad bitch yeah. like ain't nobody yeah. can talk to me and i was really like Uh-oh. i started feeling myself 
And so I feel like being heavier made it easier too, because I didn't, I didn't want to have sex with me. So it was like, why would I introduce someone to have sex with me? That's so fascinating. Cause I actually just interviewed uh, an OnlyFans girl and mm -hmm. she said something that was fascinating to me, kind of on the lines of what you just said. She said, it's hard for me to get in the mood because when I look in the camera, I wouldn't want to have sex with me. And I've never really thought that people think that way. That's and I'd have sex with me. I mean, you know, like it's it's a very interesting point of view that I've never heard until that episode. And you just kind of said it again. So did that motivate you to kind of lose the weight, or was it just you got tired of the bullying and the everything that comes with that? Nicer clothes. <laughs> Something that simple, right? I just wanted nicer clothes. Like I wanted to look at myself and been like, damn, this bitch is a baddie, like yeah. period. And yeah. I just wanted to have so much fun and to feel so comfortable in my skin. Like I went to a private, I went to a private Catholic school. So I went to school with a lot of white people yeah, and I too. never, I was right. So well, I was always- My mom's all black people actually, but I went to a Catholic high school. Cardinal Hayes, what up? Yeah. I went to I went to a Catholic high school and it was majority of white people my whole mm. life. So mm. everything was I was never pretty enough for anyone. I had like kinky hair. Um I was dark skinned. There's yeah. a lot of different things that sure. I wasn't really to their beauty standard. And well, white people look at shit a lot different than we do. Like we like to think <laughs> like my cousin is a plus size girl and she doesn't like for attention. Mm hmm But yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And my parents are also from the Caribbean, so I would say I was the first, like, really, like, my mom's family, they're built in the right places, mm. um, and they're, like, slender. They're, like, the Instagram model, what you see really? right now, all natural. Um, Kudos. And, yeah, so, like, the, the women- The all natural part. Mm-hmm. And the women in my dad's family, we have, like, wider hips, bigger butts. Mm -hmm. And kind of similar to, like, how my physique is and all that stuff. So it's really yeah. interesting on um, both sides of my family. So it's, it's very, they're, like, one side was, like, super petite, curvy. The other side was, like, a thickums. Yeah, yeah. Um, and even then, like, it was a struggle with them because they grew up on healthier diets. Sure. And it was different. So it was a lot of different ideals that I was trying to fit and because I couldn't fit those standards that I felt like I needed to this box that I need to be in yeah. it was hard for me to be like I want to do this that's interesting in itself um because you probably had um I, I would assume maybe your family when you were heavier I guess your mom's side you said were they a little judgmental were they kind of mean were they cruel themselves I was always yeah. skinny I never had that um I never had that experience both sides that's crazy yeah. i feel like both sides like it was my dad's side used to always say that i was like just too big um mm. and i look just like them i look just like my father's side of the family just like them and then my mom's side of the family used to always say that i would never i would never have a boyfriend i would never get married because of how heavy i was so it's so like that's gotta be tough because you know to to be fair you see what the beauty standard is that we put out there well that's put out there you know be slim now it's like be a fucking look like an ant have ten thousand <laughs> surgeries which is ridiculous you know like a chick that can't even smile and when she sit down it makes a thud like i'm not interested in that you know but it is um there is something to say and i don't mean to be offensive but a lot of guys generally aren't there's just people like i said my cousin doesn't like but for the most part a lot of guys don't go for the heavier women 
Um, how does that make you feel in general? Because I'm I'm asking these questions because it's also um, unlike men, you guys are kind of on a time clock in terms of having a family and everything like that. Like I work with children and I see a lot of sick kids whose parents are the mother is a little older. Uh, a lot, a lot, majority of my kids, to be honest with you. Um, do you see a tie-in with the weight, and do you fear that the weight? Because you, I think you're very pretty, and I think I, I see like your physique. You're curvy, like you're not like a, you don't look like a like a sumo wrestler. You know what I'm saying? Again, I don't mean it defensively, but you're curvy. But do you feel like maybe if you lost a little more? How do I say this? I'm just gonna put it out there. The quality of men will kind of raise us trying to highlight you, maybe or. So I get a lot of contact from men. Like mm-hmm. I know how to talk to people too. Like I'm not really I can, I'm a ambivert. So I love to go outside. I love to socialize in the right type of environment. I'll come mm-hmm. I'll come out like a butterfly. And but I also need my my personal space to mm-hmm. recharge my button and just mm-hmm. kind of like be myself. Mm-hmm. Um. So I've done no a doubt. lot of work though. The problem is nowadays, like again, it's a it's a different world out. It's a different landscape out here um, than it used to be because even the ugliest dude has six or seven chicks in his match, you know, and he can be a little bit more. Um, he can have a selective. little bit more selective. Right? I was going to sit there for ten minutes trying to figure out that word. A little more selective in what he chooses, so it's like there's more competition for you guys. Um, so it's kind of unfair. And I've been guilty of it too, so I'm not trying to sit on like a high horse. But for somebody to come to get to know you, generally people go by the physical part first. So do you feel that's unfair? Do you understand, you know, why that might be, or do you disagree with it? Because that's also completely I fair. To say it. You don't live in that space. Yeah, that's no. Like some people could be like, it's because I'm dark skinned. It's because I'm big. It's because yeah, I'm this. I just I don't live there. If you, I I don't lack attention from all sizes, right. all shapes, all colors, yeah. nationalities, everything. So yeah. I never felt like I never felt like my my body made it impossible for me to get men. I think it was more likely was realizing that because of who I am, mm-hmm. I was able to pull men. So I had to come to that realization as well. So a lot of people had an idea of who I was and yeah. I was like this joke chick to this person, but I didn't feel that way. I didn't recognize who I was. I didn't right. feel that I was pretty. I didn't feel that I was like valuable. I just thought I was like corny. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn corny. Like I'm to this, I'm to that. And I didn't like myself. So it wasn't until I started recognizing who I really was and not just what people wanted me to be or what people mm-hmm. painted me to be those expectations that I started realizing how dope I was. And the more That's I realized dope. how dope I was, like the more I got more attention all the time. I got yeah. so much attention. <laughs> So that's good. That's that's also kind of like a, a confidence boost. Even if you are confident in yourself, it, it doesn't hurt to have a little bit of positive feedback. Let's be let's keep it a buck. So yeah. that's 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 awesome. So what are the qualities that you're looking for to finally give somebody access to the promised land? Um, or is it just a vibe thing? It's a, I would say it's a vibe. It doesn't have to be marriage, does it? I don't know anymore. Okay. I don't know anymore. I feel like I would just know. I'm I'm super spiritual and because I'm so spiritual, I just have a, a feeling that when it I meet the right person, I'll right. know. 
you know. So what's and the what, connection between, I'm sorry, let me cut you off. I thought you were done. I'm sorry. Continue. And just when I, I just have a feeling. I feel like overall, I'm just going to have a feeling. And when it's there, it'll be there. And then, okay. so then I'm just like, do, 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 do. I hear that. I hear that. So when you, <laughs> when you're dating a guy, right? Like, when do you tell him, you know, I'm a virgin or, um, Sometimes it'll be the first night. You feel like you don't have to say it. Say that again? Sometimes it'll be the first night. Sometimes when I just connect with them, it depends on the conversation. Because I'm not going to be like, I'm going to use this as a a trump card and, Mm. you know, pop it out. I'm not like that. I'm very open and honest. If it comes up in conversation, then I'll be like, hey, you know, this is something. Like, I remember, like, one of these uh, guys I was getting to know he asked me, he was like, when was the last time you went to, I was like, yeah, I want to go to Pound Town. And he was like, what? <laughs> and you and said that? He, I said that. I said, I want to go to Pound Town. I want to take chain two, two, chain two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and he was laughing. He was like, Pound Town. And I was like, yeah, Pound Town. And we ended up, like, we just had this conversation and I just told him. And it was the first time I met him. So it wasn't, it wasn't Wait something a I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm confused by this whole story. Right. So, all right. Sorry. First time you're hanging out mm-hmm. with this dude and you mm-hmm. say you want to go to Pound Town. Now he's thinking he's going to get some ass now. Like, what was the context of that? Like, that that's confusing. I'm not going to hold you. I would be so confused. <laughs> because, I mean, for me, it was just like, we were just having a conversation. I'm not like, it is 2023. You know what yeah. I mean? Sex is really all over the place. I can't, I can either try to avoid it as much as possible, or I could mm-hmm. just say what's going on in my head. Mm-hmm. It's not me trying to instigate something. It's not me trying to lead you in a certain way, but it's yep. just like really us having a conversation. Cause I could be as like creepy and try to like, it's an energy. Cause you can tell when someone is trying to like play with you. And you sure. can also tell if someone is really just talking to you. So I've always had honest, like I try to have honest conversations and just be like authentically me. And I know that some people could get excited. Some people will do it or, and some people have different intentions on whether or not they're staying. Now what you choose to yeah. do and how, what actions you take, that's not on me. That's on you. That's a fact. Um, so I, I, I can applaud that. And also the good news is, is you know, for sure you do not have an STD. So that's a plus. That's <laughs> yes. People try to act like that's not out there. When I talk to people or I've seen, and I can genuinely say, no matter what I did, I was always safe. That's why I think I went through so much of the journey that I went through and never caught anything. I'm not mm-hmm. stupid. Like I've never, I, one time, one time with a coworker, honestly, like an, like an asshole. One time I did the caught in the moment put it in real quick that's because i couldn't i was trying to cue it up it wasn't working and i was too drunk i was like yo we got to do something but other than that it, it it's crazy to me when i see people go on vacation or meet somebody at a club but he's smart i work healthcare, so in hospitals fyi if y'all don't know it's basically a college campus where everybody got money so everybody's sleeping with everybody just not everybody but it, it's, it could be a really good reality show in there and a lot of times i see that they ain't using condoms and i'm like oh like the shit is out there. <laughs> the monster's out there, man. And you don't have it. <laughs> I think, like, um, I'm, I have a really, I have a cousin that I'm really close to. Like, yeah. I'm very, very close to my cousin. And he's a, he's a guy. Yeah. And he talks to me all the time about this stuff. And one day, 
I was sitting with my, him and his boys were having a conversation and I just oh. so happened to be there. Right. And he was like, yeah, like in high school, we were free range and just had so much fun because in the community was a mm -hmm. lot smaller. So you mm -hmm. know what it was. And he was like, but once you got to college, you had to learn how to be selected with the person you were yeah. sleeping with. Yeah. And I never, that made me realize, like, I never thought about that. So yeah. it just was like, dang, like, that's actually like pretty factual. So just knowing where you moving and where you going mm -hmm. is a lot easier because like one night of fun could really change your life. My mother told me that one time. She said, don't let five minutes dictate the next 50 years. And I always, that always stuck with me. And then my grandfather also said something to me. He said, you're not special. And I thought about that and I realized I wasn't like for everything, all the action that I was getting out there, rarely did I think it was because I was just that dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, this is, I mean, it could be, it's happened. I'm sure it's happened. But for the most part, it's just like, oh, this is what she does. Like if it's a girl that I'm meeting and you're telling me I can smash raw in a car first date and we just started talking two days ago, I got to think I'm not that special. I'm probably, you know, not the first rodeo. You know what I mean? So you mentioned that you're very spiritual and I've heard when you sleep with somebody, you leave a piece of them in you. Again, no pun intended. Do you believe that? Because I don't. Because if that's the case, I'd be in trouble. I'd be like, I'd be super bipolar or multi-spiritualized or whatever the word is. I think it's, it's different for men than it is for women. Like feminine energy naturally is supposed to receive. So when you're mm. receiving, you're holding on to things. Mm. And masculine energy is meant to provide. So and it's, So when you are... For me, as a woman, if I'm laying with someone, I'm really accepting someone into my womb. And that's yeah. like my creative space. Yeah. So it's like, what is this person going to be given to me? And why am I going to share that energy? Like, what am yeah. I like? What exactly am I getting for that? So. Oh, a good, a good 17 pumps. I don't know. <laughs> like, it might be. <laughs> I guess the, the juice ain't worth the squeeze for you. I mean, yeah, like, cause it's like really like, I just know my value too. That's the yeah. thing. Like the more this, as I've single as I've been, the more I got to know myself and the more I really started to understand my value. Cause sometimes yeah. you can even think of yourself as a car. Let's say I'm a brand new car. Um, I'm super shiny and shit. And there's no one has really has taken me for a full ride yet. Mm -hmm. So because no one's taking me for a full ride, I have low mileage. Um, Everything yeah. in the interior is really nice. It's just mm -hmm. a really nice car. Now, this car is really great because this car understands its value versus someone that's a used car mm -hmm. and could have been told, like, you know what? You, this interior is not cozy enough. Like, I got to right. go. Your paint is not miles on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of different things that could happen. And so it's like, I never had anyone tell me what I wasn't. And I never, it just always has been my energy. So yeah. it's not about like, what am I going to get materialistically? But what, what type of value are you really bringing into my life? Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like there's been plenty of times I had a lot of fun and it just was me like just experiencing it, having the chemistry, experiencing that, all that stuff. And it was so yeah. much, it was so much fun. <laughs> it right. was so much fun, but I always felt like just something was just like, just wait just give it one second and see like just that's be true. patient that's smart that you're not selling yourself short like that but you said something there that i find fascinating because one of the big things and i generally don't get in these type of topics because i don't like to trade off of people's anger and pain but it's a thing the car 
um, the car analogy that you just used is something that Kevin Samuels used a lot. He said, like, um, what what increases in value with usage and time? Almost nothing. He says, what product increases with value with with usage and and time? And that's kind of tied into the one of the topics that I hear a lot of is um, a girl's body count and what do you think of a woman's body count and everything like that. Um, for me personally, I don't really care. Like, there's limits. Like, don't say you had like 700. That's a bit much. You know what I'm saying? But um, do you think that body count matters? Because it sounds like you might, because it kind of sounded like you would agree with some guys if they'd be like, yeah, I don't want a woman with a high body count because she's kind of like, she's that car analogy that has more mileage and more usage. They so not at all. I don't think I'm better than anyone because I'm a virgin. Because I yeah. think that's like total like that's delusionality. Sure. Um, I just think that like this is who I am and this is the value that I'm providing. Outside of like this knowingness and who I am and the mm -hmm. things I can offer to you, mm -hmm. I can't really say like I'm better than this person because I have low mileage. That's right. that doesn't make sense yeah. to me. Because sure. it's like a person is not only bringing a body to a relationship. That's true. And for someone to like just say like, "Oh, she's only bringing this one facet of herself," then you're crazy. Because are you bringing one facet of yourself too? Like, yeah. what if you're a one pump wonder? Sure. What else are you gonna bring to the table? Uh, another one pump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that can only sustain me for so long. Because what if I'm like, you know? Yeah, you, you need know, six pumps. No, I can't do that. Yeah, and I have my little rolls, buzz, buzz. Like, what's good? I could do that shit myself. So what are you See, providing? That's messed up. That's messed up. You know how many guys are competing with these plastic dicks? We can't compete with it. That's how AI's coming. <laughs> I mean, AI's coming. I I think I think the thing is is like again like what do you get from a relationship with a man? I love I can honestly say, like I masturbate and sure. it's very fun. Like I really enjoy getting to know my body. I'm not very sure. shy about getting to know my body as a virgin. I'm very right. like I love it. I went to a sex store um just about like two weeks ago within this in mm -hmm. May. I went to a sex store, so that was really fun for me. I got to experience different things, and I just want to continue to explore my sexuality. But I feel like even with myself, as fun as it is, I definitely think there's a lot of things that men can offer. But I'm not yeah. saying what I'm saying is like, if you could be like a one-two pump wonder, then that's all you're saying you're providing for me because yeah. I have zero mileage. That's corny. You're whack. Yeah, of course that. it is. And side note, I think you would enjoy Amsterdam. It's a very sexualized city, but you can definitely go there and just try to just kind of there's museums there. There's like live sex shows. There's a lot of things in there that people can ex kind of explore their own sexuality too. And it's an interesting place. And I'm not saying go over there and be a freak. I mean, you can if you want to, but I think you can you can see a lot of different views of sex there. It's a very interesting place. Yes, the red light district is there, but it's a very interesting place. So that's like my little tip, my little um, suggestion to you is if you can get out there, you might have a good time out there. I'm actually looking into going to a munch. Do you know what a munch is? Mm, the song? N no. <laughs> <laughs> no, a munch like in the BDSM community. So going into a munch. Oh, and really? Yeah. I'm actually looking into getting into one of those things. So I'm yeah. very like open. I'm not like, I, yeah. that's one reason why I wanted to talk about this. Because I feel like sometimes when men find out they're like they're planning out the wedding and they're mm -hmm. saying like she wants this girl wants a long-term relationship yeah. she wants this she wants that and there have been parts of my like i've always wanted a relationship but that mm -hmm. doesn't mean i want one with you right well you got a point so, at me like that <laughs> i 
me. You no, just you. in the direction. You know I, what I, I mean? Top, you're right. I was about to get sad. Me and Blaze was getting upset here. <laughs> no, I get that. I get that. So that's cool too to explore because I think even with myself, there's certain things that I'm open that I'm not open to doing, and there's things that I'm open to doing. And I think like I've gone to sex clubs before. Um it's an interesting place, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it was also kind of interesting just to see people so liberated and free to do as they please. You know, I have friends that are swingers, you know, and they're very well known in their community. Um, so, you know, if you're into the BDSM, that's cool. I got a friend, she likes being urinated on. That's her thing, you know what I'm saying? And um, I don't judge anybody what they want to do. Uh, up up to animals and, and children, that's, that's where the line gets cut off, you know? So... BDSM, why? You like whooping ass? Like, oh, you want to get your ass whooped? Literally. Yeah, no. Um, I think that would be so much fun. <laughs> I think it would be so much fun. So it's just like, yes. Yeah, uh, but also just, yeah. And also just because, like, I need to get out there. Like, I can't. Mm -hmm. It's nice to explore myself in different ways. Like, you can get to know yourself in relationships with your friends with your family yeah. Yeah. um how you work like you get to know yourself in different facets mm. one of the biggest things i realized about my character was getting into entrepreneurship that's like yeah. really told me a lot about my character um but sexually it's like i can't wait for someone to have all these experiences when i could go out there for myself because then we it, can talk about you right exactly so it's like i could just be like yeah, I'm virgin, but I want to a munch. I experienced BTSM. I've done yeah. this, I've done that. And it's just all exploring the what I like, what I desire yeah. versus what I don't like and what I don't desire. You know, this is very enlightening to me because when you told me you was a virgin, I didn't put you in a in a in a in a in a in a box, but still there's certain things that I thought, okay, I wonder why. Is it religious? Is it this? Is it this? Is it this? Um, but you know, you have a whole mindset behind it. Like I've heard different reasons. Like I've heard people go on sabbatical from sex and, um, like a friend of mine, she's like, I'm not having sex again until I find a man. And it's been like three years for her, you know? And she was like, she thought that would draw the guy to her, her being quote unquote pure. Um, I thought that was a little, I mean, that's what she wanted to do, but I, I didn't really see the benefit of that for her. But it seems like you really have this kind of thought out and, Cause when you told me that too, I was like, oh my God, that's scary. You know, because like in this day and time, who's really, I wasn't sure if anybody would kind of take it to that next level with you without the sex until I did my poll as well. And then so many people was like, yeah, I would do it. So I do this podcast because I want to learn and I just learned something new. And I haven't been a virgin in quite some time. And it's very interesting to go. Did you go to college? Yeah, I did. Oh my God. I see you. Not on campus, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, I lived on campus. How the hell did you do that? My man lost his virginity his first day. <laughs> his first day in the dorm. Because I was so insecure. Like, when guys were talking to me, I didn't know. I didn't know they were interested in me. I just were mm. like, I was so like, do, 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 do. Yeah, you're kind of in your own world, yeah. Yeah, so, like, sometimes, like, it's not until I reflect, like, a couple of days later, our friend was like, he was flirting with you. And I was like, what are you talking about? It was, it just was so over my head. I didn't yeah. understand. So what many guys could have probably thought like, oh, she rejected me was just like really not understanding wow. the situation. And hmm. like, I remember one time I used to wear, I used to live in the city. And hmm. one day I had shaved my head. I went all like cut all the way down and hmm. I did like my makeup. I looked so fly that day. Hmm. I was, yeah, I was looking good. I was feeling yeah, yeah. good too. Dope. And 
this guy came up to me in the middle of the platform in the train station and he just mm-hmm. started a conversation with me. And I was like, yeah, like this on third. And I said, well, okay, have a nice day. So I went in my own little car, like my own part of the train. He yeah, wanted yeah. his own. And it wasn't until I sat in the middle of the train, I was like, oh, he was flirting with me. Yeah, he was trying to kick it. <laughs> he probably could have lost your virginity a long time ago as I think about this. Yeah, because yeah. I, I had no idea. I was not yeah. like, I was not with the social cues because I didn't get, like, remember... I said between the ages of like 21 to 26, I started finding my sexuality. I started yeah. losing the weight right. and I started seeing myself as attractive. So I had, I literally had no idea. I wasn't dubbing anyone. I really was just like, wow, that's on? fascinating. Cause I, I find like a lot of the insecure girls, um, that's my own word. You said that the insecure girls mm-hmm. that I went to college with, when they got to college, they was busting it open. They was giving it up. Because it seemed like they was looking for that, um, which kind of speaks highly of you, in my opinion, honestly. She, they were kind of looking for that validation, and they found it because they was getting digged down often. And um, you went the other way, so that's very interesting. But you didn't see the cues. That's that's. Do you have, like, an older brother or sister or anything like that? Yeah, I do. I have both. I'm the youngest. And they ain't doing um, no game at you with this stuff? That's fascinating to me. <laughs> They like my sister, like my sister and I weren't really talking because my my sister became a young mother and she is my half sister. So that there are some things that I didn't get from her until I got older and we started reconnecting. And my brother just was like, I would hear the things that my brother would talk about with his boys, about Mm women. I'd be like, like, you know, (laughs) don't blame us. It takes two. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and then once i started losing weight i um i had another cousin he's like my he's like my older brother too like i'm the youngest like girl but i also have a lot of young male cousins yeah, baby, so they always put me right and they would put me on game too like one of the best advice one of my cousins gave to me he was like always have your own shit he was like a man always. can ever yeah, he was like, a man can never control you if you have your own shit and mm-hmm. just make sure you focus on you and they'll come to you. Like, that's all you mm-hmm. got to be worried on. Like, mm-hmm. worry on your own stuff. So they used to put me on, like, game and let me know. And sometimes they would tell me, like, when I come home and I'll tell them what I experienced, how I talked to somebody, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, like, he totally was firm with you. And that's when I started getting insight of, like, guys actually found me attractive. And that's, that's like... True. It was like, it started like being like, okay, I'm not, I don't live alone. I don't live alone. Like everyone is experiencing me. And just because I experienced myself in like this color purple doesn't mean that they're experiencing me in the same color. Uh, Yeah, like a poet. That's dope. That's dope. (laughs) So yeah, you you just took me on a journey that I haven't been on in quite some time. And um, I actually applaud you. Let me see if this will work. Hold on. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Can you hear it? Because it probably won't show up on the damn episode. Yes, yes, thank you. I, I want to, I want to applaud you for that because um, I tried to go a month without having sex once, and it was boom. So like, <laughs> I definitely um, I definitely applaud your um, applaud your the fact that you're sticking with this and you're not settling until you're comfortable. I don't want you to miss out on an opportunity though, because you're scared or whatever the case is, but. Seem like you're doing what makes you happy, and that's important. Yeah, and I, I'm like the thing is, is that I have a really good group, a group of girlfriends, like, mm-hmm. and they all give me different perspective. I have one girlfriend, and she has given me so much insight, and always has been played like my devil's advocate, and she's always yeah. like, 
she's just always helping me see a different perspective. So it's always nice to have like this type of discord to understand, to pull myself out of my own experience and perhaps like put myself in that person's shoes. So it's very, it definitely has been again, like very fun, but I do have different girlfriends who gives me different insight based on their own experiences and just being in a safe space and not being scared to have like honest conversations because ultimately at the end of the day, like, I think for me, like one of my two most important things that I would need in a relationship would be friendship as well as like consistent growth, like stagnancy does not work for me. And stagnation sucks. Yeah, Yeah. it does. But it is necessary sometimes. It's not to say that you'll never experience it. It's just to say that like, if you're stagnant for two, three years and you're not moving on in your life, like, what are you doing? Like, we're like, what's happening um and then of course like i said communication and so it's like i have different friends who maybe has been this person has been in long-term monogamous committed relationships this person Mm -hmm. has just been in short-term relationships um this person you know like it's just different experiences so i try not to limit myself and put myself in a box um i definitely try to have different experiences i definitely try to get to know different people I talked to loads of different men from different ethnic back- right, backgrounds. Right. Like one time I went on a date with a, someone who's Muslim and he mm-hmm. actually was from Turkey. He was from Turkey and okay. he was like, um, oh yeah, like you just sound like the girls back at home. So different cultures have different understandings as well. Sure. And that's why I, like, I haven't, I feel like when it comes to dating, I really haven't lost any experiences. There's some things I may okay. have not experienced. Like yeah, for sure. Same you know, it's, so, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Oh, yo, how can people reach you? Because you you have your own podcast that you're working on, right? Mm-hmm. Or do you, is it presently up? My podcast is up. I haven't, to be honest, I haven't really posted any new episodes. But I think that after today, I feel like I'm going to post more episodes. But if you can't yes. find me on my podcast, I do have a TikTok. And my name is um at the the spiritual beauty queen. The spiritual beauty queen is your TikTok. Mm-hmm. And my Instagram. Right. I'll write that down. I'll definitely have people funneled to your page off of mine. Um, is there anything else you want to say? I have a thousand other questions, but I don't have a thousand <laughs> other minutes. But we can do a part two. I say with anybody, it doesn't have to be a one off. Um, do you have anything else you want to say? Anything you want to leave the people with? I would just say, like, do whatever fits to be comfortable for you and, like, continue. Don't ever be scared to continue to explore yourself in different facets of who you are. Mm -hmm. And just, like, you just never know until you try something that um, someone great has imparted on to me. My dad was that everybody wants to win, but you got to play to win. So if you want to win, you got to play. And so I never... Like I said, I always play. I always like to have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just never know. Just experience the now. Yeah. Dope. And like you said, you got to play to win. I like that. And you coming on this show, by the way, like I said, when we started, she said this was her first time. She was nervous. I guarantee you guys couldn't tell the entire time. <laughs> you did. You killed this. You did good. Thank you. So, Miss Eleanor. Yeah, of course. My pleasure, man. And come back. And if you have any questions in general about the little bit of knowledge that I do have about this little podcast and thing. I'm open to it. Tell your friends, bring your friends in here. They can come on the show. If they got something to talk about if they're interesting, if they're not interesting, uh, you know, it's still entertainment at the end of the day. Um, but it is your man, Iron. 
I'm going to have everybody, I'm going to leave your contact information. And Ms. Eleanor, thank you. Thank you. Peace. 